Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's Kelly. And Troy. And before we get into Mr. BDE himself, Pete Davidson, we wanted to say thank you so, so much. We actually ended up in the 165th spot, which sounds high, but there are millions of podcasts in the United States. And we were in the top category overall. And I, we're both just so thankful. I can't get over it. We're both freaking out, texting it to each other every 10 minutes. And when you look at the podcasts that are surrounding us in like the categories, like they're all big podcasts that have huge companies behind them and stuff. And we are an independent podcast. Like we are literally two people that have just been doing this for a few years and we grind on our own. So like, it just makes it even more special. It's just really cool. So we just wanted to give a shout out. Thank you. Those are for people who subscribed, who gave us ratings, who listened, all of those count. And yeah. Yeah. And all the people that are, I mean, you guys are all just so engaged. Like, I feel like everybody who listens to this show is very engaged in it and has thoughts and opinions. And you guys are all very smart. Like, it's a, it's like a really fun audience that I feel like we've built. And yeah, it's just really cool. Now let's get into Mr. Pete Davidson, Troy. You're little, you love Pete. I know you do. I do. I really do love Pete Davidson. I think he's really funny. I agree with you. I've, I've always liked Pete and I almost want to protect Pete. I know that sounds I know. weird. Yeah. No, I completely understand that. I feel like he's just the perfect little like guinea pig for Hollywood, right? Like he's just... He has these issues that you want to like swaddle him and protect him, but he like is drawn to the dark side and he seems like a good person, Mm -hmm. but like really easily influenced. Absolutely. There was a little bit of time, maybe it was honestly during lockdown when he was dating the Bridgerton actress where he Mm -hmm. wasn't in the tabloids at all. He was Mm -hmm. just kind of doing his own thing. And I was like, yay. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you, especially because if you watch SNL, you know that, and I've, I'm sure you have blinds about this. I have blinds about it. Like SNL has had this weird way of kind of packaging his like drug issues and his Mm -hmm. public, you know, him becoming famous. Like, 
I feel like they tote him out on that stage to get ratings now and they use him as like a prop um but like if you've watched him on that show since the beginning like it's kind of sad like he started off as this young really talented kid a literal child yeah he was what 19 or 20 yeah I think he was 19 Mm -hmm. and now he's like a drug riddled like tabloid star it's crazy it's almost like Lindsay Lohan-esque yeah and like so fast like if he yeah. very quickly went down like such a dark kind of road now he has ha- dated quite a few women which is fine as mm-hmm. people do you know I'm not shaming anybody for dating let me put it that way so on google it says he's dated Carly Aquilino I'm sorry if I mispronounced her last name she's from girl code super funny mm, yeah yeah Cassie David, Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Margaret Qualley, Kaya Gerber, Phoebe Denevor, and Kim Kardashian now. How many of those relationships do you think were real? Oh, God. Oh, it's so hard to say because it's like, I really do, like, I thought for a, a long time that, like, Ariana was like a PR thing. Mm-hmm. But now after reading these blinds, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, it's, uh, it, it feels, I don't know, it just feels like when he dates women, like they get really sucked into his tornado. I actually think it's like the other way around. Like he, suck, he gets sucked into theirs? Yeah, because with Ariana, I did feel like it was PR for her. Right. But he didn't quite get it because he hadn't, Ben, I mean, he was famous, but he wasn't Pete Davidson yet. No, you're totally right. Especially with Ari. Like he, he got really kind of swept up into her craziness. Mm -hmm. Like if anything, she was the one that was going to end up killing him. Yeah. It was insane. I can't wait to to talk about them. It's (laughs) just like, I just could not believe what I was reading. Well, let's get in. Let's get into the blinds. And just so you guys know, everything from here on out is allegedly blind items. They're not always confirmed. Take them for what you will. Okay, so my first blind is from 2017. And it's about, you know, his kind of strained relationship as an employee of Saturday Night Live. Um, it says this B slash B minusless actor is slowly being pushed out of the show each week and probably won't be back the next season for this long-running hit show he is using again. His girlfriend was basically the only person keeping him sober, and now she is gone. And that's Pete and Cassie David. And, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, I just have a really weird, now that I've read all these blinds, I just have a really weird, uh, I don't know, I don't like the way SNL sort of uses him. And mm-hmm. I never viewed it that way before, but now that I'm thinking about it, where like they won't have him on the show the whole episode, and then they'll just push him out on weekend update so that the audience loses their shit and he'll like reference whatever girls he's dating and then they kick him off the stage. Like they know that he has, I don't know, it's just, it just seems dark. Yeah, I agree with that. And one thing you guys will realize, or you'll hear us talk about a lot in this episode, is that SNL is always going to fire Pete, allegedly. Yeah. Like, consistently going to fire him every other blind. Yeah. Like, this is it. They're ready to cut him. Which I kind of believe is probably true. I bet Lauren Michaels is always having to pull him into his office and be like, fucking stop, you know? 
Yeah, and I wonder if Pete's over it at this point because that was 2017. That was four years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you do get, I mean, the further these blinds go, you do get into him kind of thinking that he's like the Will Ferrell of the current cast of SNL and that he's too good for the show and that he's treating people really bad, you know, so maybe. Yeah, and let's be clear, Kate McKinnon is the Will Ferrell of the country. (laughs) Absolutely. Or Cecily Strong. Yes, very, very much. Oh, Cecily Strong. So I have a blind from the same year, the Billboard Music Awards. Okay. And I love when we get award show blinds. Me too, they're fun. We should all love someone the way that this foreign-born, A-list singer loves her cocaine. She greeted it last night at an after party like a long-lost family member. Then, after an hour, she was just being greedy with it and not sharing. So that's Ariana Grande. Is she foreign-born? I don't I think she's born in Florida. I think that this blind is wrong. I thought she was, too. See, guys, we just debunked a blind item. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's look it up. Let's see. I'm going to Google and see where she was born. Mm, Yeah, Boca Raton. Yeah. So, see, guys, we can debunk a blind if if it's there. But the one thing that we don't have to debunk is her love of cocaine. We do not have to debunk that. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Holy (laughs) shit. So this blind is right after that one. As I told you a couple weeks ago, this actor seen on a very, very, very long running network show slipped in his very public sobriety. It was after he started hooking up with this A-list singer. As I predicted, it is a mess. He's not even hiding his boozing at this point. She likes to party way too much to keep dating these sober guys. I mean, yeah, what you said earlier, like he got completely swept up in the fact that Ariana loves to fucking party Mm -hmm. and doesn't care what sort of journey, allegedly doesn't care what sort of spiritual journey you were on trying to stay sober. She doesn't give a fuck. Right. He's like, you're either going to do this tray of Coke with me or you're not. And you are, by the way. We promise that there will be an Ariana episode. It'll probably be behind a paywall, but yeah, for sure. It'll come. I'm going to read a follow-up to the one that you just read also about Ari that says, at a very recent party, this A-list singer pops some pills to join in with many of the other attendees and force her celebrity boyfriend to do the same. He is going to end up dead. Anyone who knows him sees it is a highly possible event. Ugh. It's so sad. And it's sad. We're going to get into some sad, like really sad blinds about Pete. And when I read that blind, I got chills yeah hey everyone we're sure you've heard us talk about live shows but we'd love to see you there boston totally sold out but there are still tickets for chicago new york and los angeles and with los angeles there is a live stream so troy tell the people what a live show will be like well there's gonna be lots of lines lots of booze and a lot of laughs. It's going to be very fun. Um, we're going to be picking celebrities from the city that you reside in. So we'll be talking about local celebrities and just spilling lots of tea. But don't worry. It won't be super dark-sided. It's not going to be like a Carter's episode. It's not going to be like a Dan Schneider episode. We're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it light. Yeah, we want you to leave laughing and not crying. 
as light and fun as we can make it. Yeah, exactly. But we hope to see you there. The link is in the bio for all of the tickets, and we hope to see you there. Please come. Because you know that, like, he just strikes me as such, like, an outsider of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like he's, and I think maybe that's like why people relate to him and why people liked his comedy because he was just like sort of an underdog, like dorky outsider guy. So when he's hanging out with like Ariana Grande and like Kim Kardashian, it feels like somebody you know, like just some guy that would have been in your friend, your friend group hanging out with them. Yeah. Like it feels above his head. Yeah. And one thing I hate about the media is when they're like, Pete Davidson's so ugly. How does he get these beautiful women? I'm like, he's not ugly. He's literally not ugly at all. And he's funny. He's so funny. He looks like a male model to me. I don't, I don't know if I can agree with that, but. Like, I think he looks like he would be like one of those like scrawny European models that are like, you don't know if they're 12 or 40. (laughs) And like, you know what I mean? They're supposed to look like dead. Like he looks like, <laughs> he looks like one of those models, not like a Jax Taylor model. <laughs> not a Miami model. No. This is again, 2018. In the past month, this B, B plus list, mostly television comedic actor started boozing again and now started doing drugs again, even though his employer basically told him they would fire him if he started using again. So yeah, this whole relationship thing is going great with the A-lister. And they're all dark. I mean, can I read just a quick one that's kind of right after that? Yeah. This probably now former late night actor turned mess was in a hurry to open a plastic wrapped package of drugs. Next thing you know, he needed stitches. Like it's real, like true junkie shit that you read about Pete. And it gets worse and worse and worse. This is another really short one about him and Ari, but like really, really sad. Apparently the actor told friends that if the A-list singer ever leaves him, he is going to kill himself. They should believe it and they should be screaming for him to get help. And we'll talk about his tweet that was sent. Now, the engagement to Ariana, I think surprised everybody because it was so quick. Mm -hmm. And I remember Cassie David posted something being like, yeah, I got all the text messages because they dated for two years and then all of a sudden he's engaged to Ariana Grande like oh right yeah, yeah, yeah. three months later yeah uh what did you think about Pete and Ariana like as a couple when it was happening I really thought that Ariana Grande was using him in a way mm-hmm. I think Ariana um you know she was going through a lot this mm-hmm. was right after the Manchester bombing and she broke up with Mac, who I, I thought she was going to marry Mac Miller. Right. And I think she was kind of spiraling, dealing with her own stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe she couldn't see beyond it. Right. You know what I mean? I yeah. think she saw someone who was literally worshiping the ground she walked on. Mm-hmm. And maybe she didn't realize how many things he was dealing with because she was dealing with so much. Yeah. That's kind of, I get that's that. just how I felt about it. And I hated all the paparazzi walks. And oh my God. I got like attacked on Twitter because after Mac Miller passed away, she wasn't spotted with Pete for a while, for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they were spotted together walking around Central Park with hoods up, looking very sad. And I'm not saying she wasn't sad about Mac Miller, 
But I was like, oh, I guess she told the paparazzi it's okay to take pictures again. That's how it felt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You yeah. know? And, and yeah, I just, I think, I think she was searching for something. Yeah, it kind of gives me, even though it's obviously not the exact same thing, but like, it does give me this slight kind of like Britney and K-Fed thing where like she mm-hmm. viewed him as like an escape from the like the world that she created around herself yeah 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 you know like I said he again he's a very sort of outside of the industry person like he's just he's in it just enough to kind of understand her life but he's not also having an album release you know what I mean yeah I think it became very intense very quick for sure and maybe Ariana couldn't handle it maybe whatever was going on behind the scenes that we don't know became just too much. This is one about them spiraling together. Mm-hmm. It says, at least she used to be able to handle her drugs. At least she used to be able to handle her drugs. The problem now is that the A-list singer not only has her party drugs, she is mixing them with all the prescribed medications and it's becoming a very stressful issue. Combine that with the needy druggie she enabled in a world of pressure and things are going to rock bottom in a hurry. She thinks everything is great, but the paranoia is out of control. It's not 2007 Britney yet, but it wouldn't take much to send her that way in a hurry. Almost everyone near her wants her to take a relationship break, but she's having none of it. And like you said, I mean, it makes complete sense that she was in such such a dark place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's crazy that she like attracted Pete's sort of dark energy during that time in her life and they were just kind of like like Sid and Nancy it for a little bit you know like they were like Bonnie and Clyding it together they were like we can fix each other yeah yeah this is all 2018 still until we say it's not 2018 it's 2018 <laughs> this A-list singer specifically told an interviewer she wanted to discuss a certain event that happened last year She also barred the interviewer from asking about her boyfriend and what he said about the event or any questions about anything personal that were not cleared in advance. So that's Ariana Grande wanting to talk about the Manchester bombing. And do you remember the jokes Pete made about Ariana's bombing in like 2017? So the year before they got together? I don't remember what he said. Like, I remember that it was like a thing, but I don't remember what he said. So he said... Ariana must know how famous she is because Britney didn't have a terrorist attack at her concert. Oof, Oof, is right. Like, in, like, way too soon, sir. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, didn't he say it, like, right after? Yeah, it was, like, a month or two after. Oh, my God, that's so, like, that's, like, in such poor taste. Mm Mm-hmm. And I get being a comedian, you have to push boundaries, but right. sometimes it's like, maybe wait a little longer. Yeah. And like, be aware of like what you're joking about. It was a terrorist attack and people died. Yeah, like kids. These are a little bit repetitive, but it's also like, it really hammers the point. Because mm-hmm. I didn't really view this relationship this way until I read the blind. So I think it's helpful. Um, this one says, apparently this A-list singer couldn't say off social media and couldn't say no to her actor boyfriend when he said that they should try some crack. He is taking her down with him, and this is just going to get messier. Her management wants her to split with him before she misses out on a couple years of earnings. It is all about the money for them. And I also feel like that's really important to 
to point out that I, I don't feel like she has great people around her. I just have never felt that way. And we've talked about it. We have a scooter episode on our Patreon and he loves to push his artists to like the brink. Yeah. Um, so I have a blind about their engagement. If this actor paid for that ring, then he took out a loan. No chance at all he has that kind of money. In fact, he's not paid much of anything. That private guide they recently had, she paid for it. She picks up the bill for all high-priced items, and that ring was the highest price of them all. Again, K-Fed. It just gives me such K-Fed vibes. There's so many blinds about her paying for everything. And it's like, well, of course she is, you know? That blind reminds me of when Demi got engaged over quarantine and everyone was like, who's Max and how he, how can he yeah. afford that ring? Yeah. It's like, I wonder who paid. Right. Um, I have a couple more blinds here about the crack of it all. It says, it's pretty easy to see what kind of drugs you are on if you were this B-list actor and your crack pipe falls out of your jack- jacket pocket and shatters on the sidewalk. His much higher on the list celebrity girlfriend yanked his arm and tried to get him away from it as fast as possible. And then this one directly after says, this is a VMAs blind. It says, well, if any, if everyone didn't know before last night, they all know now about the actor's crack addiction. It is out of control. Everyone was also commenting at an after party that our actor was getting uh, rebuffed by his singer girlfriend much more than when the cameras were on them during the show. It's ever good when you hear that a celebrity has reached like a crack moment. It's like, well, that's, you know, I mean, that's not good for anybody, but specifically for like a famous person. Or meth. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, all the blinds kind of end up becoming kind of the same. I think anyone who runs into this late night actor slash comedian is pretty surprised to see him able to be upright or even move because of how bad off he is right now. I can't imagine how much he's spending each day on drugs. Like, oh, it just gives me, have you ever seen the movie Spun? Mm-mm. It's like this drug movie with John Leguizamo and Brittany Murphy. And it's like a legit, like it's the the life of a crackhead. Mm-hmm. It just gives me that. Or like Requiem for a Dream. Like I feel like she walked into her house and saw Pete doing some really, really dark shit on many occasions. It reminds me, like Steven Tyler's been really open with his drug use in the mm-hmm. past from Aerosmith. And in an interview, they were like, how much money did you blow on drugs? And he just said millions, millions and millions. He was, before Armageddon and I Don't Want to Miss a Thing came out, like Aerosmith was broke. And Steven Tyler specifically was on a $150 allowance a week. Oh my God. Yeah. I thought that this was really interesting because I don't remember reading anything about this, but it says... The B-list actor with much higher name recognition paid off a friend to take the fall for a bust. The thing is, though, our actor has been slow with the payment because he needs to get the money from his, from his significant other. Could you imagine being like, babe? So, okay, so we got pulled over. We got arrested. And I promised this guy that I'd give him money to take the fall, but it's your money. Thanks. This B-list comic actor you all know was doing coke at a college party after a recent gig him at Auburn University. One thing about Pete is he's so open about his mental health. And I think it's great because I don't think, you know, mental health has come such a long way in talking about it, but still for men, it's kind of taboo. 
And if someone who suffers from bipolar disorder can date Kim Kardashian, right? maybe people will be more open. But then you read these kind of lines and you're like, oh, poor Pete. Right. And it also just like further proves the theory that like comics, like com- like stand-up comics pull from like trauma mm-hmm. and are usually really, really, really depressed you know, people that have substance issues and have just become really, really genius at using comedy to hide everything going on. This is a blind from, I believe, 2018 and reference to um, it being alleged that there was some timing issues as far as when uh, Ari broke up with certain people and, and got with certain people, etc. It says, I get that ultimately you make your own decisions about what enters your body and which substances you take. However, I also feel that if someone is battling to stay clean, but they are, but they are being encouraged by their significant other to not be a party pooper and that they should join in or else, then that changes the dynamic. If they're using a power they know they have over the person, I think that changes things. So when that person does say no and doesn't want to go to a party and tries to do the right thing, what are they supposed to think when they get cheated on at that party they didn't attend? As I've been warning you, it could very well happen again very easily. It's like a warning to Pete. That's extremely dark. And I have one. It's not as dark, but again, it's their relationship timeline. Left out of the explanation of this former actress turned A-list singer about her now boyfriend is that their first kiss happened right after he hung up the phone with his girlfriend at the time. Kind of changes the whole story when you hear about it that way. He said it that way, which is how it came out. He bragged to his friends about how it happened. So Pete was still dating Larry David's daughter, Cassie, Mm -hmm. and broke up with her for Ariana. Do you think he's fame hungry I think that he is a person who used to be somebody who was like outside of it enough that they could like make fun of it look at celebrities and be like oh that would never be me it can never be me but like you know I just think that he's very susceptible to like what's around him Mm -hmm. and I feel like being in that world even just getting a taste of it especially the like the access to drugs and debauchery like I, I I do think now that he is and I very yeah. much think that he is somebody who lets fame get, get to his head. I think he's a completely different person now, you know, than he was a few years ago. Yeah. Um, it was also alleged that while she was dating Pete, that she was like going back and forth to her ex, the guy that she licked the donut with. It says, as I predicted, this A-list singer who was going through a lot right now mentally has been seeking comfort with one of her exes who made news with her. That leaves the current boyfriend wondering his status. If they do split, he will lose it. And that was like the thing is like the blind just kept warning, like, just so you know, if they break up, he's probably going to kill himself. And that was really scary. For sure. Um, I have a blind and I want you guys to remember this specific blind when we're talking about Kaya Gerber in his relationship with Kaya. There's nothing more this late night drug addict would like than to tie himself to his A-list girlfriend for life, whether by hook or by crook. So don't believe what he says are jokes are actually jokes. 
And on late night, he said he was replacing Ariana's birth control with Tic Tacs. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> That's when you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dig your nails into the couch. Um, yeah, the Kaya Gerber of it all. Just like, wait, guy. You're not, you, no one's ready for Kaya. Oh my God. She was so young when they were dating. So young. And Cindy was not having it. She was like, absolutely not. Not on my watch. <laughs> not in my jeans. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, this one says, as I told you really early in the season, the actor was brought back simply for publicity because of who he is dating. After that ended, the actor wasn't really needed at all. They are shutting him out. And I think it is a toss up whether he shows up after the Christmas break. Like, he's been almost getting fired from that show since the day he started. I mean, this one's pretty much the same. He's already canceling events because he just wants to say, stay home and use drugs. It'll be interesting if this actor slash comic shows up for any type of work this week. And there were weeks where he was missing SNL. Yeah. I remember people being really worried about it. Yeah, because he went through a period of being in like a ton of sketches. Yeah. Remember, like, they were using him a lot, and he was, like, acquiring some, like, reoccurring characters, which was cool, because he didn't really have, like, reoccurring characters or anything, and then all of a sudden, he would just be gone for, like, long periods of time, but then, you know, like I said, they would kick him out on Weekend Update to be like, I'm dating Ariana Grande, and then the audience would go crazy, and then, then that would be it. Now, I have a blind after the Ariana and Pete breakup. Okay. This A-list singer was averaging nearly 300 text messages a day from her now ex-boyfriend after they split. So she got a new number. And two days after this, his PR team said that he got a new phone. Definitely believe that. You know that he's like... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And then December 2018 is when he posted the really scary Instagram message. Mm -hmm. The message said, I don't want to be on this earth anymore. I'm doing my best to stay here for you, but I actually don't know how much longer I can last. Last, all I've ever tried to do was help people. Just remember, I told you so. And Ariana saw that on Instagram and ran to 30 Rock to try and be there for him, but she wasn't allowed in. There were, like, pictures of her trying to get in. Yeah. And MGK showed up for support. God, Jesus fucking Christ. And this is a blind immediately following what I just read. This three-named rapper slash actor is probably not doing his friend any favors by bailing on him because he needed a fix. What kind of example is that? His relationship with MGK is so just horrific to me so you're from the land where mgk (laughs) is from yeah what kind of folklore do you have for us about mgk um well okay so in high school and like in college i had like two distinct groups of friends i had one like very like degrassi like preppy group of friends and then I had like a punk group of friends Mm -hmm. and it was just all these like gross like skater punk boys that like would always have some abandoned house that we would like drink at or whatever you know what I mean and he was friends with a lot of people that I knew in that group 
And yeah, it was all this exact same shit that you hear now, just that he was a complete asshole, that he was really awful to girls, like, and then he became local famous, like, mm-hmm. he became like a, like a local celebrity, he was very famous here before he, like, took off in any other part of the world, and he used that to take advantage of a lot of girls, there were a lot of, like, local stories about girls being, like, you know, he invited us up to, like, a hotel, and did a bunch of awful stuff just like really terrible like stomach churning kind of stories and yeah and then he just literally parlayed that into like Hollywood mm-hmm. like the exact same shit be- just became a bigger version of a local piece of shit drug addict misogynist fucking pig yeah I don't I like just, him <laughs> yeah I was just I was curious so I really liked his music during like Lace Up and when he first kind of started. And over the past few years, I've just kind of fallen off the MGK bandwagon. Yeah. And once I found out he made comments, you know, about Eminem's daughter when she was really young Mm -hmm. and Kendall Jenner, when he was like, who cares if she's 17 and he's, yeah, I was like, you have a daughter. And him being like, like if she tried to sleep with you at 17 or whatever, like you would do it, bro. Like, like age is really nothing but a number or like, it's like, are you really publicly trying to back pedophilia? It ain't gonna end up well for you, sir. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. And I do think that they are a very toxic best friend duo. <laughs> Speaking of, I want to read you a blind about some of one of their sex parties. Oh, Yeah. Um, it says proudly calling themselves MSG Incorporated, which stands for Misogynist Incorporated. This illiterate former A-list singer, who is probably B plus now, and a documented abuser of women, decided to have women degrade themselves this week at a party for a chance to sleep with him. Our former A-lister and his friends, who also have been accused of degrading women in the past, made the women go through a series of humiliating games for the chance to have sex with the rocker and his celebrity friends. And that was allegedly Marilyn Manson, um, obviously MGK, and also Pete was like involved in that as well. And Tommy Lee. And Tommy Lee. Rotted. Yeah. This blind is from 2019. And I thought it was interesting just because I, I don't know. My, my relationship with Pete goes back and forth, right? A woman who slept with this late night actor slash comic a few weeks ago said he cared more about drugs than having sex. And that's when he was dating once upon a time in Hollywood's Margaret Qualley. Oh yes. I did read that blind that he like the irony that everybody's like, Pete has a giant penis. Like Pete's fucking all these women. And I bet he rarely is able to even get hard. Well, he said in an interview that he was kind of pissed at Ariana Grande for putting that label on him. Yeah. Because he's like, it's not that big. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think people would believe it wasn't even if he said, like, it. no matter what, everybody's going to think that he has a big, giant penis. It just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even just based on how he looks. For sure. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes 
From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliei was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks of 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. Now, 2019 is when Pete started dating Kaya Gerber. He was 26 and she was like a fresh, fresh 18 at the time. And this was the first blind I could find about it. The second the first tabloid hit this permanent A-list model was on the phone with her daughter. The mom is not a fan of the comic actor. Our model likes her daughter to have a squeaky clean reputation. And of course, that's Cindy Crawford, Kaya Gerber, and Pete Davidson. Because Pete was seen leaving Kaya's apartment building. I have a follow-up to that one around the same time that says... It looks like that not only is the comic actor not sober, but is also contributing to the delinquency of a minor by buying her by buying his barely legal to vote girlfriend booze. I mean, can you imagine being Cindy Crawford and seeing Pete Davidson walk into the fucking house and he's taking your daughter out? Now, I thought that they were PR set up by Cindy Crawford. And let me explain. So Kaya is trying to be a model and she is a model at this point, but at the time she was trying to break into the modeling world. And in my opinion, she wasn't a Jenner girl. She wasn't Kendall or Kylie. She wasn't a Hadid. She needed something to make her stand out Mm -hmm. in being Cindy Crawford's daughter. I mean, Cindy's a legend. I don't care what anybody says, Right. but Kaya is like boring. I guess you could say very much. And I thought Pete was planted to make her more interesting to the public. But after reading these blinds, I was like, just kidding. I don't feel yeah. like 
<laughs> yeah, like if Cindy was to hook her, like to set her up with somebody, in my mind, it would be somebody like a Brooklyn Beckham. Or Jacob, Jacob Ellerty, who she just broke up with. Right. Not Cara Delevingne. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, Jesus. Her other nightmare. Um, I know. Yeah, she is. She has like, she has Pete or Cara to deal with when it comes to Kaya. She does seem very, very, very boring though. And she seems like the girl who um, will always date like, like spitfire people because she's kind of boring. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So this one is interesting as well. This late night actor had his eyes set on the celebrity offspring of a permanent A-lister for a couple of years now, which means when she was just old enough to drive, he was ready when she became legal. And it gets weirder. The age thing isn't even the weirdest thing about their relationship. Allegedly according to blind items. And there was a bunch of them. I didn't bother to take them all down because they were all the same. And from different sites. Yeah. I was like, okay. He was trying desperately to get her pregnant. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Um, This one says the late night actor has been trying to convince the celebrity offspring of a permanent A-lister to get pregnant and have the actor's baby. There were so many of them. And I was like, what? Like, why? What is the, why? I don't, I don't get it. I don't know, but there are blinds in later years that go along with the same thing. And I mean, it, it reminds me of the Tic Tac joke about Ariana. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 It's weird. For a second, it took me a minute to register because I thought you said TikTok with a heavy <laughs> accent. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I said uh, TikTok. <laughs> I said TikTok, much like how I say A-Rod and everyone thinks I say Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, like that just made me so uncomfortable. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I guess maybe he was trying to attach himself to that family forever I don't know or but you know Pete also does strike me as somebody who is like weirdly sentimental about family and especially after like because of the way he lost his dad like I can mm-hmm. see him desperately wanting a kid yeah totally right yeah taking a step back from Kaya I have a blind with good old Ariana dear A-list singer you might want to get in touch with that actor X of yours because he has a couple photos of you topless and has shown them at his workplace. And apparently Scooter was the one who revealed Pete Davidson was doing this. So, Oof. yeah. God, why would you let Pete Davidson have new pictures of you on your phone? Come on, Ari. Now, do you remember when Pete was like, I'm done with social media. I'm not on it anymore. I'm over it. Yeah. This blind says differently. This late night actor says he's unplugged. Nope. He just does it under different fake accounts. He's obsessed with Google alerts about himself or anyone he has dated. I could see that. Yeah. I could totally see him having Google alerts on. I mean, and I don't blame him for that. Like, again, he's just like such a normal fucking Staten Island guy. And then he's like, 
all over the internet with the most famous women in the entire world. Like, I get it. I'd be up all night rocking back and forth in bed too, you know? I can't even read podcast reviews, so I can't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I couldn't even imagine. My God. Now, another little baby Kaya Gerber. Get why I said baby Kaya Gerber? (laughs) (laughs) It's not that funny. (laughs) It doesn't even matter that this celebrity offspring of a permanent A-lister isn't using drugs. Her actor boyfriend is, and if he gets busted, her name will be in the headlines too, which won't be good for her career. And do you remember the pictures of Randy and Cindy just being so upset outside of Kaya Gerber's apartment? Yes. I think about that all the time. Can I also just say for the record that like, I mean, Cindy to me, I would never put her in the same category as like a Yolanda. Because I don't think that she's like that extreme. But like Cindy is also like dear 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 close friends with diana jenkins and i don't yeah like hardcore she's one of her her closest friends oh uh and she's all over that book of all over room 23 and like i just don't think like i'm i i want to make the point that i don't think cindy is above place you know putting her daughter in like some forced relationship i think that the reason she hates this is like not only is he like kind of a dangerous person but it's not like it's not up to par for her publicly you know what i mean yeah i could see that like i think it's more about like vanity than it is being scared right when you were going on about Cindy Crawford, I thought you were going to be like, she's all American, not best friends with Diana. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. She's, uh, she is very dear friends with Miss Jenkins. I will say when I think Cindy Crawford, I really do think all American model, oh, the yeah. Calvin Klein's, the Pepsi, all of it. For sure. Of all the supermodels of the nineties, she was the most, like, like you said, all American. Mm-hmm. And she had like a, like a quote wholesome image yeah. like she was the one out of all of them that was like the good girl right. you know Cindy's the sweet one she won't throw a phone at you so even though she's friends with Diana Jenkins like she doesn't want you to know that right exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> as we wrap up 2019 this one I thought was super just like skeevy okay This late-night actor told a cashier at a coffee shop yesterday that they should go out together. They could have, quote, fun. When asked about his current girlfriend, he said she was, quote, no fun. He appeared to be using fun as a code word for sex. Kaya's no fun? Yeah. Hmm. The nerve. See, it's like how quickly fame gets to your head, like you're dating Cindy Crawford's daughter. And, like, she's 18. No one knows what they're doing at 18. Uh, Right. And who are you, Pete? You know what I mean? Like, in all actuality, Cindy Crawford's daughter, just based on, like, name recognition, could date any, like, young, hot, you know, really successful whatever. Yeah. Are you kidding? She could be yachted with the hottest men on the world. In the oh, place. my God. Like, you should be lucky that you were invited in Cindy Crawford's home. And, of course, the final <laughs> blind I found of 2019... Doing your drugs on the set of a television show is one thing. Full on looking for a vein in your dressing room 
to use your drugs is another. This late night actor needs rehab. Oh, God. And he talks about going to rehab all the time. Yeah. I guess that's the one. He's not shy about it. Yeah, that's the one thing that I guess you can say about him is like, he, and maybe that's what's so endearing about him to, to women. Like, he does not hide his flaws. It is almost like, I can fix you. Yeah. I have an interesting one. This is very short, but uh, it packs a punch. It says, it turns out the A-list singer did hook up with the best friend of that late night actor. Hmm. So it is alleged that Ari fucked Machine Gun Kelly. And you know what? I believe it. I believe it too. I was thinking, remember he did that Hulu movie? It was pretty good. I forget what it's called. Adolescent behavior or something. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first time I saw Ariana on set, she was gross or pictures, not physically saw. Right. She was grocery shopping with MGK. And I felt like that was weird. Yeah. I mean, he just has the kind of energy where it's like, oh, like where you're like, oh, I'm going to end up fucking him. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. You know what I mean? You get mad at yourself because you're like drunk around him and you're flirting and you're like, fuck. I'm gonna you look into her. his blue eyes and you're like, thank God you got those hair plugs. <laughs> right. Yeah, he like taps one of his eight foot long pointed nails on your head. No, I would not fuck with that. <laughs> I have a really, really long blind. Blind Gossip, if you guys don't read Blind Gossip, it's a great blind site and it's really easy to use. Way easier than Crazy Days and Nights. So much easier, my God. But the blinds are really long, so. Yeah. This actor is still stressing everyone out. We told you last year that the comedic TV show on which he appears could not come up with a good solution as to how to handle him. Quote, he's not contributing a lot to the show and he is not loved by the rest of the cast. The most telling sign that the rest of the cast don't like him is the following. Quote, most of the cast are working on outside projects right now and it's customary to offer parts to other cast members if they have the chance. However, absolutely no one is offering him even a bit part. Why don't they fire him? Well, he is mentally unstable and prone to self-harm. If they fired him, there would be a chance that the termination would push him over the edge and they would get blamed. Quote, we don't want to get blamed if something really bad happens. That's why they're excited that he's now talking about feeling unappreciated and is considering leaving voluntarily. Does he mean it? Quote, it's hard to tell. It might just be a negotiation tactic. During the last contract renewal period, he suddenly went all dark and depressed and poor me, which forced the show to keep him so he wouldn't hurt himself. And if he does go voluntarily, quote, I'll tell you, everyone here would actually be very happy and very relieved if he left. And that's from 2020. Damn. That sucks. Because he's so good. I mean, he's not like, it's not like, uh, you know, somebody, he's not a cast member on that show that made the kind of impact that like, somebody like, I don't know, even like a Beck Bennett or something. Like he doesn't have reoccurring characters really. He doesn't have, like, he's just he kills weekend update that's his thing like he goes out on weekend update and fucking kills it like he does the funniest little monologues 
Yeah. He'll have like random skits. I think he was like Chad or something when he'd just be like, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Chad's funny. Chad's funny. And when he does his like singing, I think that's funny. Yeah. But yeah. Like three sad virgins. That was hysterical. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. He has random moments that are like really where you could see like his potential if he really like gave it his all. Mm-hmm. But he's never really felt like super checked into being on SNL. Right. Obviously, he's not. We're always trying to let him go. <laughs> and this, this line goes right along with that. This late night actor is always on the edge of being fired and only his relationship with the showrunner has kept his position when everyone else would have been fired. Um, even that is on its last legs. And after several burned bridges, he acts like the star of the show rather than the unnecessary bit player he really is. And that I really believe, like, I really, truly believe that after all of these relationships and all of this stuff, and like, now that he's like a tabloid star, I really think that he just let, you know, let himself think that he's like a real fucking Hollywood star. And I've noticed a lot of the times at the very end when the whole cast is waving, he won't be out there. Yeah. I know, it's weird. I wonder if Lauren Michaels kind of sees like Chris Farley in him or yeah, just some, I mean, the people who've gone through SNL, a lot of them have like mental health issues, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh yes. And lots and lots and lots of drug problems. I mean, we should do an SNL. My God. It might be like six hours. It'll yeah, be, six be crazy. Hours. Cause everybody knows like SNL is like, I mean, it's, they use so many code words for like cocaine mm-hmm. and using coke to stay up like that that like bit before Saturday where they stay up for like three days straight and just write like they're all coked the fuck out and then they have that off that after party on Saturday night I guess Sunday morning where they just get fucking wrecked with the guest I would do almost anything to go to an SNL after party Kelly, I'm not kidding you. That is my, like, make-a-wish. I'm not even kidding. The who SNL. Would have, who would be the dream host to party with? Other <gasps> than Britney. Other than Britney. I know. See, that's the thing is, like, the, the party would depend on the host. Because there are certain people I just wouldn't care about. But then it's, like, if it was somebody like a Jessica Simpson during Ooh. her drinking time would be pretty cool. Uh, it'd be fun to go during a time when like Scarlett Johansson or something is hosting and like somebody dating like a cast member so you could see things. Rashida Jones would be really fun. Back to the blinds. Kaya Gerber, again, she's back. As I told you months ago, in the late night actor admitted, he spent all of his time trying to make the 18-year-old celebrity offspring pregnant. And Pete Davidson talks, and this is a headline, Pete Davidson talks split from Kaya Gerber and admits he's considered adopting a child because he just wants to have a kid. Yeah, I can see that. Like, it didn't make any sense to me at first. I'm like, yeah, of course, Pete wants a kid. And honestly, he probably would be a really good dad if he could, like, stay sober. Yeah. Um, I have another MGK one. This should come as no surprise to anyone. This former late night actor is using again and his best friend is too busy having sex with a new girlfriend to notice. That's of course, Megan Fox. 
I mean, even if he did notice, what the hell is MGK going to do for somebody's drug issue? My God. And then the follow-up to that one, this is, we're getting into 2021. Yeah, 2021. We're getting into 2021 now. Uh, Lost in the Crap Fest that was this broadcast over the weekend was a late night actor wasted out of his mind and that permanent A-plus list rapper is being shown is being shown cooked books by the YouTube star so the rapper will invest even more. Uh, Triller Fight Club, the Pete Davidson fucking Jake Paul fight. I can't believe that people are still celebrity boxing, by the way. I know. I can't believe I guess, Tanya Harding taught nobody anything. I guess um, Aaron and Lamar are having a second boxing match. I mean, is that not the human equivalent of chicken fighting? I mean, should that be legal? It's like real life celebrity deathmatch. Like, <laughs> like literally. Let's take two people who are like riddled with issues and desperate for money and watch them fight to death. Like, ugh. In 2021 is when Pete started dating the girl from Bridgerton. Did you ever get into Bridgerton? No, I never did. Me either. But Phoebe seems to be very talented. Mm-hmm. And I actually really liked them together because they weren't super in the news. Right. For this a is while, definitely his most low-key relationship. And that's, I would say that's why I felt like it was very real. Mm-hmm. And again, this is another blind gossip one, so it's a little long. This male celebrity isn't exactly the most handsome man in the world. So mean. Oh. Or the most talented. He also seems to be struggling with some personal demons. However, despite this incredibly mediocre resume, our actor seems to consistently punch above his weight when it comes to dating. His last three or four girlfriends have all been beautiful and talented female celebrities. His newest relationship is only a few months old. She's one of the stars of a popular TV series. This relationship is a little different for him. Quote, it's not just about publicity. He's really in love with her. That's not all. Quote, He's ready to propose to her. He's thinking about a fall proposal at some iconic location, maybe Central Park. He just doesn't want to scare her because they haven't been dating all that long. Now, we do not know how serious she is about him. She's a young actress and could be looking for publicity like a couple of his exes were. However, it sounds like he's serious about her. Even if he is serious about her, it might be a good idea for our actor to slow his role. Why? The last time he got engaged, He'd only known his fiance for a few weeks and she broke up with him before the wedding was even planned. Okay, this is a follow-up line about the breakup. It says, it's always a little sad when a couple that was once in, once so in love suddenly breaks up. Well, except in this case. The actor is known for dating a string of beautiful and famous women. He had a crush on an actress from his favorite TV series. He had the good fortune to meet her at a party. They hit it off, started dating, and were therefore thereafter seen in each other's company snogging and cuddling then they broke up blaming it on difficulties and carrying on a long distance relationship at least that's what the official reason that was the official reason given want to hear the real reason of course you do he was acting oddly for a bit then it got worse he became quote barking mad he must have gone off his medication uh, she became frightened of him she is the one who broke it off she told him that she just didn't think it would work because of the distance the distant speech seemed to be the kindest and gentlest way to do, to do it. She did not want to provoke him in any way by telling him the truth. That was smart of her. Then again, given his history, it would have been even smarter if she had avoided him in the first place. That feels so true. Mm-hmm. 
like I bet he gets really 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 mean and scary sometimes I just feel that and again sending a bunch of text messages and mm-hmm. likely being like fuck you fuck you fuck you then being like I'm sorry I didn't mean that I'm going through something you're a whore I love you I didn't mean it yeah yeah do you remember over the summer Kaylee Coco broke up with her long her husband yes <laughs> and Pete Davidson she was filming a movie with him and everyone was like oh they're for sure hooking up mm-hmm Apparently, this A-list, mostly television actress had a big fight this weekend with her former late-night actor boyfriend. He wanted to go to the award show with her. She said no, because then it would publicly confirm that she was cheating on her husband, and the former late-night actor was cheating on his girlfriend. Kaylee, Pete, and the Primetime Emmy Awards. Kaylee Cuoco, whenever she pops up, I'm always like, oh yeah, she exists. Like, I never think about her otherwise. But she's always in like blind items and PR and I know everybody dates her. Henry Cable pretended to. Yeah. And she's good for a a, a fake outing. She loves a let's pick out roses at this market outside. You know, she loves that shit. And uh, I thought it was interesting how much she hid the Pete relationship. Yeah, I know. Maybe she really liked him. Or maybe she was like, I don't want people to know I cheated on my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and now we are getting up to date. Like, we're about to talk about the Kim of it all for the first time. So this one says, they wanted her in a relationship by the time they started filming the new series. Her ex is really interesting, but he wasn't about to consent to being filmed. So they needed to cast a new man for her. A man with a romantic interest in her to prove that she is moving on. Remember all that talk about how she could date anyone she wanted? No actual names were given, but we were told that the billionaires and top movie stars were all from all over the world were standing in line to date her. Except that turned out to not be true. The truth is they've been working their contacts for months and they could not get anyone they anyone like that. Not even close. Too much baggage on her side. Too old, too many marriages, too many kids, too attention-seeking. Plus, she is still married. No businessman or top actor would bite. It's hard to believe that Bill Gates would pass on the chance to date her. It's also hard to believe that Brad Pitt would pass on the chance to be a part of her new TV show. Just kidding. The clock was ticking, and they could not find a good candidate, so they had to aim lo- <laughs> They had to aim lower. So mean. Much lower. That's how they ended up with the young act with the young actor. They like the chemistry or what? It's literally made up a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> they liked the comments about how she had chemistry with him when she uh, was guest when she was a guest on his show. So they are trying to cast him. Yes, you read that last part correctly. They are casting a role. She is to reel him in by first pretending to have a romantic interest in him. Then she is to get him to sign the consent form since they are already filming. This has to happen in the next few weeks. Worst case scenario, he doesn't sign, but still provides a lot of publicity around their quote relationship. We don't know if he'll sign. We don't know if he's even fully aware what's going on. Despite the fact that she is old enough to be his mother, he actually is just her type. A celebrity with a history of addiction and mental health issues who grabs headlines everywhere he goes and who can be used for publicity and his proximity to other celebrities on a weekly basis. So he's no Bill Gates and he's not Brad Pitt. But oh, the publicity for the new couple, the drama, 
there's certainly a lot to exploit there. And shout out to us for saying that exact same thing when we talked about Chloe. Absolutely. That he is literally the ideal candidate for their, you know, their formula for picking men. Yeah. Like he's got issues. He's public issues that they can blame. He is attention grabbing. People love to talk about him. Like it's literally perfect. I did see on Dumois that somebody said she's flying to the SNL Christmas special show Mm -hmm. and that he will be apparently attending the Kardashian Christmas Eve party. I don't know if I believe the Christmas Eve party just Mm -hmm. because as much as Kim loves being talked about and being in the media and all of that, I don't know if she would want Pete around her kids. Oh, okay. Like introducing him to her kids, I think, is something that she wouldn't do. Right. I could see that. I could totally see that. I guess maybe depending on, like, how serious this is to her. Yeah. If it's just business, maybe she wouldn't care because it, like, doesn't mean anything. But I get get what you mean, though. If it, if there is any sort of, like, whatever I feel like she would be weird about that too yeah I don't think Kim has many boundaries but I think her kids are a boundary she doesn't like to cross I I agree with that yeah I can give Kim credit there yeah for sure yeah I get that but he really is he just fits right in that formula it's really sad he does and it's weird to like view it after doing that Chloe episode it's weird to kind of view it from the outside and be like, oh, of course, like, you know, I would have never, I mean, they're just really smart. They know how to pick them in that way. Yeah. Do you think he knows it's for publicity? Cause I think Pete's in on it at this point. Yeah. I think that it's like self-serving for him too. Right. I mean, he's standing next to a gorgeous woman. Yeah. And he can likely still hook up with whoever as long as he's not caught. Yeah, and now he has this, like, thing that he has to keep up. Yeah. he, like, you know, it's got to be, like, an ego thing, too. Like, he's now the guy that dates the most beautiful women in the world back to back, and they lose their shit over him. I mean, after Ariana Grande writes an entire album dedicated to you, to your dick, like, that's gotta be really like a huge mind fuck. Yeah. I think his most confusing relationship to me was Kate Beckinsale. Not she's gorgeous. Well, but she's that like, was weird. And they're like tongues are out at the Rangers game. That was so <laughs> weird. Like that was it's, so fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, I hope. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, I hope that Pete steps away from Hollywood. I really do. Me too. Because I I worry about Pete Davidson. I do too. He needs to like, I mean, I know people say this all the time about celebrities that are like going through stuff, but he needs to like go somewhere far away mm-hmm. and just be really, really, really normal for a while and like not have such access to like crack. yeah. You know? Yeah, because when you're a celebrity, who's going to say no to you? If your best friend's MGK. Right. Especially when you're, like, fun and funny and, like, he, you know, 
like the scary thing about guys like Pete is that like he can put on a mask and make you think that it's okay to give him drugs because he's funny and down to earth and he's the life of the party and he's fun you know and he's like he seems so normal yeah you know like I bet he's like super fucking manipulative because he's charming so what I was about to say on TikTok, I'm saying TikTok this time, not okay. TikTok. Okay. <laughs> um, there was a clip with him and MGK, and it's when they did their, I want to say best friends interview for Vogue or one of those magazines. Mm-hmm. And Pete convinced MGK that he was a better flirt than MGK. You watch it happen. He literally <laughs> manipulates MGK into being like, Oh yeah, you yeah, you're you're way better at flirting than I am. Oh yeah. For it's sure. Wild. He would have all my debit cards, all my credit cards in his wallet. Like literally he'd have all my PIN numbers. Like I would be getting calls about confirming loans and I'd confirm them for him. Like <laughs> you'd have like Saudi Arabian princes DMing you and you'd be like, Yeah, sure, take my money. Yeah. Western Union? Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I do think Pete, I don't think he's rotted, Mm-mm. but I do think fame is starting to maybe have a negative effect, even though it's probably had a negative effect since Ariana. Yeah, I agree with that. And this was an interesting one just because it's like, you know, it's like we, it, it there's no way for us to know at this point, like where he'll end up. Like his career has been so random. So random, so out of left field. Just like, who would have ever thought he'd be dating Kim Kardashian two months ago? You know what I mean? So, you know, we'll be watching. How long do we give that relationship? Oh, man. God, it's so hard to say anymore. It's so hard to say. I guess it would depend on how things work out with the launch of their show. And he has a show coming out on Tubi, T U B I. Oh, does he? So he has something to gain too. Hmm. Tubi, huh? Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> will he be on SNL next season? He will be getting fired next season, but not quite. You got one more chance. I think next season he will be a weekend update only person. I think so too. Yeah. They're not, I don't think that Lauren's going to get rid of him while he's dating Kim. That's true. But he'll definitely just show up to do Weekend Update and do a monologue and then leave. Good for him. Good for Pete. Pete, if you're listening, I hope you're well. Please take care of yourself because other people aren't going to do it. We're rooting for you, hon. (laughs) And on that, everybody, go to therapy. (laughs) Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.